your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nutch on Live 95. Hours to Protect, brought to you by Live 95, the IBI and funded by Commission Naman with a television license fee. Check out hours to protect.ie for more info. Today's episode of Ours to Protect will look at one of the most underappreciated workforces we have in Ireland. They're a farmer's best friend and they're worth over 53 million a year to the economy. And that's the honeybee, one of the most important pollinator insects we have. I met Tom O'Brien of the Limerick Beekeeper Association at their training apiary in Mungert to learn about the native Irish honeybee. And I began by asking how the association was established in this location. This is our apiary here. Um, and it's a training apiary. It's not just for the profit of bees and... The honey out of it is just to actually train beginner beekeepers. We try and um, we bring them out here to train them and give them a good experience and show them the proper methods of beekeeping. And hopefully then they'll be more successful. It's very easy to get bees and it's very easy to look after bees, but it's equally easy to lose them. What you doing? I remember hearing that before that a lot of people think to save the bees to get a beehive, but a lot of times they die because they don't know that, the practice at all. Yeah, you do more damage than good to do that. Or you don't have to be a beekeeper to work with the bees at all. Plant for the bees, and you can see we planted trees here. Since we left to grow wild here, there's an abundance of uh, wildlife. Last year I counted four species of bumblebee here, which is unusual. And, you know, the queens are out now looking for a place to nest and start rearing again for the, the summer. And how so, many people will be involved in, in this setup here? In the association, this is for the members, and the Limerick Beekeepers Association uh, will have about 100 members. Nobody knows bees are around if they leave them alone. And they'll go away and do their own thing. They'll walk away, won't interfere with you unless you interfere with them. And most people don't realise there's bees in their neighbourhood. A lot of people don't realise there's bees in their garden walking away. Especially if you plant for the bees, they'll find it. I wonder what can people plant and how can people protect the bees themselves if they wanted to? Any flower or any plant that produces a a flower that will produce nectar and pollen. Now if you go into garden centres, you'll see at the moment... Uh, a lot of the seed producers have actually started putting um, a little picture of a bee on it, meaning it's bee-friendly and it'll produce a pollen. You see, a lot of the botanists have actually engineered plants now that'll look pretty and beautiful, but they don't produce pollen nor do they produce nectar. So to wildlife, they're, they're a total waste of, of time, in my opinion, because the, the, the beauty of the plant is gone in a couple of days, but then there has been nothing else given. So if you're planting for bees, make sure if you're buying seed that you've got the little bee on the back of the packet. Um, I'm wondering, like, what are some of the things that you'll teach the beginners? One thing, um, I suppose we always try and make people aware of the importance of bees to our, our survival on the planet, really, because scientists have declared them, I think, back in 2019, that they're the most important insect on the planet. It's out that the bees are up there at the, the top is... If you take wasps and uh, hoverflies, they're all pollinators, but the volume of bees in their colonies are quite small. Like wasps can be anything from 50 to maybe 5,000, depending on the species. But a colony of bees would have anything from 50 to 70,000 come the middle of June, which is massive amounts of bees going out pollinating. So this is how they become very important because of the volume of bees going out. And they'll visit, obviously, more flowers and more crops. Do you think more people are getting interested in beekeeping? Are you seeing any change in attitudes? There is a huge change there. People are becoming more, um, I suppose, aware of their environment around them and more aware of the, the poisons that, that are out there, like all the spraying. This is one of the things we're encouraging people to try and do 
I refer to it as the slash and burn. This is where they're cutting down trees, um, cutting down hedging. There's no need to cut down. Just to make it look tidy. Tidy, I suppose, in one person's eye is not tidy in another person's eye, but all of that is affecting it. And then the spraying. That's the, the burn part I call the slash and burn. So the spraying is the um, weed killers, and it's it's frightening to go into a hardware shop or a, or a garden centre now because the first thing you're met with is a wall of kill, 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 kill with this spray, kill with that spray between herbicides and weed killers and all sorts of uh, chemicals in there. And that has to go back into the soil, and if it goes back into the soil, it goes back into the food chain in some way. And and as you said, these are really calm. Uh, what's the key to making these ones so, well, I suppose, key, manageable? Well, the key to making these so easy and manageable is to keep native bees, number one. Um, the native dark Irish bee is a very placid bee. Once it gets hybridised, as I said earlier on, they'll, they'll get cross. It's just, it just doesn't uh, agree with them to cross over. So they become very aggressive. And what I mean by becoming aggressive is opening up the hive here today, you know, and they'll be bouncing at you. You'll feel them bouncing off your veil there at the front and everything. And um, they're not pleasant to work. Then what I have noticed in observing them, I've kept some of the hybridised bees for two to three years to observe what they do and how they, they become a problem. With. And what I've noticed in the first year, they're a bit aggressive at the hive and trying to sting a little when you open them up be shooting up at you. Um, the second year then, if I open this hive first, the bees will follow me to every hive around, the, around it, trying to sting me, and they follow me out to the van, and I'd often have to drive away with a suit on, and then stop a couple of hundred metres away and take the suit off, because if I took it off, they'd sting me straight away. That's the aggressiveness that you don't want in them. If we're here, I'm a, a breeder, and so is Frank and um, Sinead there of the native Irish honeybee, so we're promoting the native Irish honeybee. It's also the bee best adapted to our climate, and it's also um, very rare, and we have a, a very pure strain of it in this country, so we're trying to protect that. Um, bringing in farm bees, they're cross-breeding, so you have hybridization, and that is also making the bees very angry and very cross, and that's why you often hear some people saying um, the bees are very cross, they're very angry, but when you look at the type of bees they have, they're probably hybrid at this stage from crossbreeding, so we're trying to keep that out. Um, we're trying to get the Department of Agriculture is what controls all of this. Um, we're answerable um, under them, so we're trying to encourage the department to, I suppose, make the rules more strict and try and get a ban completely on, on the importation of bees. And when bees pollinate the likes of fruit trees, apple trees, um, the oilseed rape, benefits greatly from them. The yield goes up between 20 and 30%. So that's a huge um, impact to um, improve the, the income for uh, commercial growers like farmers and all of those that actually grow oilseed rape on a commercial basis. Putting bees on it will increase their yields by about 27. If you want to have a healthy environment and people are starting to look at that, they're starting to realise, you know, there's more to this than just having a, a neat, tidy green lawn that edges sprayed, everything kept neat and tidy may not be healthy and it's to do this, as you can see here today it's lovely and calm and peaceful out here, you know it's it's a dream to be here and it's lucky to be here as well, like you know, and watch the bees there, look, they're walking away If you want to learn more about the native Irish honeybee check out inrbs.ie 
If you want to know more about what you can do to help the pollinators, the All-Ireland Pollinator Plan is an initiative by the National Biodiversity Data Centre and provides a framework to create a landscape where pollinators can survive and thrive. To learn more, check out pollinators.ie. Hours to Protect is funded by Commission Namon with the television licence fee and is a partnership between Live95 and the IBI. Check out hourstoprotect.ie for more info. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe